The Super Hit Sounds of the Summer Showcase comes to Canada this week as we talk about the band Len and Steal My Sunshine. Here we go. Hello, friends. I'm the rapping surfer, Jamie C, a.k.a. Megamix.com. I'm here with my co-host, the jet skiing madman known as Slip. What's up, you sandcastle building dynamo? <laughs> I have so many jet skis and, and gold Good. chains. It's all about the summer. Yep. Because <laughs> it's the super hit sound of the summer showcase, and it continues this week. It's episode 134. We are closing out a four-episode run of, of songs that are not only all summertime staples, but also the titles start with the letter S. Yes. Uh, school's Out, Summertime, Summer Girls, and now Steal My Sunshine. We are six episodes into our series. There are more to come. Last week, as I just mentioned, we discussed uh, LFO's Horrible Summer Girls. Yep. Today we're taking a look at the song that I mentioned last week was released one week ahead of Summer Girls. Uh, it's uh, Steal, Our, Steal My Sunshine. It's by the Canadian alt-pop duo Len. Yep. And uh, let's just get right into it. Here we go. So Len was a Canadian alternative pop, rock, whatever duo based in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. That's right. Where I'm from. Actually, I'm, not. Right. I'm from Winnipeg. But where I live. But, but, but hey, you chose to live where Len is from, yep. so congratulations. Uh, the group consisted of siblings Mark Costanzo on vocals and guitar and Sharon Costanzo on vocals and bass, along with a revolving lineup of touring and studio musicians. Uh, Mark Costanzo began recreationally recording music at the age of 13 years old. These recordings were predominantly helmed by Mark, although his older sister Sharon sometimes contributed vocals to the recordings. In 1991, Mark began to produce music under the pseudonym of Len as a solo project. Yeah. The name was taken from a high school friend of Mark's named Lenny. Uh, Len began as a punk rock band with <laughs> pop music influences. Um, between 1992 and 97, the brother-sister duo independently released a self-titled EP and two studio albums. Their albums were Superstar in 1995 and Get Your Legs Broke in 1997. Okay. Uh, Mark estimated that both albums sold around 10 to 15,000 copies each. Uh, so for like a group bumming around Toronto, I guess not bad. Okay. Um, following these releases, the duos became duo became tired of producing rock music and considered considered disbanding. Uh, Mark explained, "I was writing, then I thought this is bullshit. I can't write this shit. I hated playing guitar." <laughs> the duo, however, became inspired again after experimenting with hip hop music. Ah, white people, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, opting to move in this direction after receiving positive reception from music industry officials. Um, this reception resulted in Len signing with a major label, The Work Group, and branching outside of being a duo with the addition of group members Derek D-Rock McKenzie, Brian DJ Moves Higgins, Philip Planet P. Ray, and some jobber named Drunkness Monster. Why do they need nicknames? I, I don't know. All right. Like, I get it when you were, what, 13 and 14 yeah, and you yeah. gave yourself oh, yeah. nicknames, like rap nicknames? Yeah. But, like, grown but, adults? Come on. Come on. Uh, according to Marcus Stanzo, the Len Project was supposed to annoy people, but suddenly we were rock stars. It was really amazing, And but fame freaks you out. When people used to come up to me in the street, I thought they were trying to fight me, but they just wanted to tell me how much they loved my song. I loved the fact the money was great and there were a lot of girls, but to sit there afterward and think, what's next? How do I top that shit? I don't want to top it. That messes with your mind a little bit. We had a lot of fun, but it was like baking a cake and then suddenly the whole world loving you for it. So sure, that's from the source himself. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, Steal My Sunshine. The song was recorded, uh, according to the Wiki, at Four Ways Studio B and mixed by John King of the Dust Brothers at One on One South. No idea where those studios are. Okay. Uh, I could not find any information about them. 
Uh, Steal My Sunshine was one of the first demos recorded for their album, You Can't Stop the Bum Rush, although the song almost remained unreleased due to it not making much of an impression with the band. It's an indie pop and dance pop song, so I've called it alt-pop, alt-rock, dance pop, and indie pop, so it's pretty much anything you want it to be. Uh, It features Mark and Sharon Costanzo trading lead vocals. The song's instrumental backing track is a sample of the Andrea True Connection's 1976 single, More, 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 earning a posthumous writing credit for Diamond, uh, who died three months before the release. That's Andrea Diamond. I not, is it Andrea? I can't remember her name. I didn't write that down. Oh, but the uh, writer of More, 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 who died uh, three months before the album's release. According to Mark Costanza, we were at a huge three-day rave. I know you love that. Oh, no. <laughs> they're D-Tab. Fuck. D-Tab and Zolstice. <laughs> Raving yes. it up. Uh, they ended up partying, partying, partying. I went. We went back to my house, and Brendan Canning from Bro- Broken Social Scene, he wasn't in Broken Social Scene at the time, it was 1999, but he was DJing and played More, More, More by the Andrew Chu Connection. I ended up sampling it that morning and looped it. It sounded great. Somewhere in the next couple of days, I recorded it. I know who Derek Wibley from Sum 41 was in the room when I put down the lyrics. Now, this guy just likes to talk about all the people. Sure does. It's just a song about what happened the night of the party. Um, Brandon Canning told CBC Music, Mark credits me, but to be honest, I was doing a bit of drugs back then. Uh-huh. Certain memories aren't quite as clear. It's all canning, trying to not be associated with <laughs> Steal My Sunshine <laughs> yes. years later. Uh, the song was recorded on a vintage early 1980s eight-track uh, ha- uh, half-inch recorder, uh, but you knew that already. Yes, I did. I was like, oh, it got a little bit of a retro feel. must be an eight-track. So. <laughs> Mark stated that Steal My Sunshine did not make much of an impression on him, so Len did not originally plan to release it. The master recording remained under his bed for months. Uh, when producing Steal My Sunshine, Costanza wanted to make a song similar to the Human League's uh, Don't You Want Me? Uh, as a result, the song's structure is characterized by alternating between male and female vocals from Mark and Sharon. Production of the song was helmed by uh, Mark Costanzo under the stage name Mumble C. No. Yep. With Costanza also acting as a recording engineer. Uh, Sharon Costanzo, and I said Costanza, it's Costanzo. Sharon Costanzo described the recording session as being relaxed. She commented, Mark just dragged me out of bed into the studio one morning and said, do you want to sing on this? As soon as we recorded the song, it was done for me. We both liked it, but then I never thought about it again. Now, big man, you already know this, but according to the sheet music published at musicnotes.com by Alfred Publishing, the song is written in the key of E major. You know, I was thinking E minor, so... It is E major, uh-huh. and it is set in the time signature of Common Time with a tempo of 95 BPM. I knew that one. Steal My Sunshine was included on the soundtrack to the film Go, which was released on March 30th, 1999 by Sony Music. Uh, it received heavy airplay as a result, causing Sony to push the album's release dates from mid-June to May 25th, 1999. Okay. Uh, the single was released uh, on June 22nd, 99, at least in the U.S. I don't know about Canada. Uh, the single version clocks in at three minutes and 30 seconds on the nose. Yep, well done. Yep, there are multiple versions of the single in various formats. Uh, B-sides include the song It's Down to This and Drunken Moves. Uh-huh. Uh, that, I believe, is an album cut. Uh, there are a ton of remixes and edits on those various singles. We've got the album edit, the single edit, the Sky Jump Club edit, the Virgin Idget, Virgin Idget, okay. the More and More Instrumental, the Bougie Solitaire Remix, the Neon Fusion remix, Fusion with a PH, of oh, course. Fuck. The Steal My Club mix, the Steal My Club mix instrumental. The Junior Sanchez NJ Deep mix. The Alexander Technique Dark Sun remix. The Gita Turner remix. And the California Reelin remix. Great. 
there's also a like they also re-recorded it, but I'm not even gonna get into that because it's just too many things to talk okay. about. Uh, Steal My Sunshine has appeared on a bunch of compilation releases. Here are some notables. Uh, as mentioned earlier, the Ghost soundtrack. Tower Records in like 2000 or late 99 had a collection called Oh Behave. Oh, no. <laughs> it looks positively awful. Oh, that's that's fine. Come on. It's all yep. Austin Powers references. Yep. yep. Uh, you may recall that this was on Much Dance 2000. Yes. Uh, there is a promo disc from Levi's that also includes a track by... Kula Shaker. Oh, excellent. Did you know? <laughs> what? That uh, they're playing here on September 11th in Toronto at the Lee's Palace, and uh, I just happen to have a ticket that I can't use. Uh, Folks, you got to get your hands on this ticket. It is it is a hot item. Like, look, superhitspodcast at gmail.com. Even if you don't live here and you're not going to go to the fucking show, I'll send you the ticket. I don't yeah, care. We'll give you a shout out on the, on the cast. Yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah, the ticket is still there. So, so cool there you go. And uh, and Len on a Levi's promo disc. Uh, Hit Machine 27. We've got Pepsi Chart Hits Best of 2000. There is a Canadian collection called Face the Music. And of course, Universal's Oh What a Feeling double box set. Oh, nice. So that was on the, the second one. Oh What a Feeling 2. Plus tons of summertime theme collections over the years, as you can imagine. Uh, thankfully, there are no Len's Greatest Hits albums. <laughs> Uh, out there in TV land, Steal My Sunshine has thro- shown up in a bunch of shows and movies, including, uh, as we mentioned, Go from 1999, a 2004 episode of Cold Case, the 20, 2008 film Zack and Miri Make a Porno, uh, the two, a 2008 episode of Private Practice, 2011 episode of Parks and Rec, 2012 episode of Girls, 2015 episode of Mr. Robot, 2015 episode of Nathan for You, the 2016 film Mother's Day, 2016 episode of South Park, uh, a 2017 episode of the Dr. Helicopter Show. Sorry, sorry. I meant beat Shazam. <laughs> no, no. Fuck. <laughs> Worst show ever. <laughs> uh, a 2017 episode of Future Man, the 2018 film Peter Rabbit, and the 2022 film miniseries Pam and Tommy. So it's getting a lot. They're making a lot. Ah, good for them. Money off of this song. Uh, these are some pretty, there's some pretty good shows in there. Um, Len did tour in 99 and 2000. I assume they played this at every show. And perhaps more than once. Yeah, probably. Uh, I did not see them when they played Edge Fest 99 in Winnipeg. How unfortunate. How how did you skip that? I don't even know. <laughs> but I had no in- inclination um, to, to see Len play more songs than this. With all that said, let's go to lyrics. All right, here we go. So according to Marcus Scanzo, the song is about feelings of elation he experienced while attending an outdoor electronic music festival. So he's on E and he was all excited. A rave, yeah. Um, According to ChatGPT, our, our AI pal, uh-huh. the lyrics of Steal My Sunshine revolve around themes of optimism, nostalgia, and the carefree spirit of summer. The main chorus emphasizes the desire to hold on to moments of happiness and sunshine, both metaphorically and literally. Um, I disagree. Uh-huh. I don't think it's all happy. I really don't. Um, but, you know, good try, ChatGPT. Yep. Uh, it's actually a fairly annoying song lyrically for me, um, but my favorite line has to be, my sticky paws were into making straws out of big, fat, slurpy trees. That's mine. Yep. You know, if you can mention a slurp in your song, you are you are, are reaching for a Winnipegger's heart. Now, I'm looking at the lyrics that were posted on uh, the Google search uh, where slurpy is spelled S-L-U-R-P-Y. Yeah, whoever wrote that is an idiot. Yeah, so it's not it's the brand. got to have a double E, folks. Yeah, yeah. So anyways. Um, that slurpy reference definitely popped me. Um, so... I did some research and I went to this website called extrachill.com and they broke down the song. 
but I'm realizing it's way too long and I don't want to, I don't want to read through it. So okay. I'm, I'm just going to skip that part. Okay. But it's, it's really like it kind of, there's a balance of like melancholy and, you know, bad decisions and so on and so forth. So chat GPT really missed the mark by saying it was like just all about good feelings. Cause it's not. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on the lyrics other than the slurpy line? I do not. Well, the internet had some thoughts. Oh, interesting. The internet with <laughs> opinions. There's a lot of thoughts. Uh, so I'm going to put a, like, parental advisory. Uh-oh. Okay. okay. Over on Song Facts. Uh, and not a strong parental advisory, but, you know, you know, these people are reaching. Um, Harry from New York on Song Facts said, Sunshine is slang for LSD. Saw, this song seems to be more or less about an acid trip. I could be wrong, but the lyrics lead me to believe that. Okay. Okay, thank you. Harry. Anthony from Colorado says, "To me, this song is about warning is a is a warning about partying so hard you miss out on miss out on all the fun, like they are having in the video." Okay. 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 A warning. Um, Joe from El Paso, Texas says, "I was told that this song is about Mark getting drunk slash high and getting Sharon knocked up. Kind of scary considering that they're brother and sister. Oh, but I think that it's about the two of them getting an argument which tore a hole in their close relationship. I hope you all know that love." has multiple different meanings, not just romantic couple, Valentine's kind, but also brotherly friends and family kind. So thank you, Joe. Uh, you mean love is for putting for, for putting the incestual relationship into people's minds, but also defining love. So yeah, well, love that. isn't just fucking. Is that what he's saying? Like, That's what he's saying. Yes. Interesting. Thanks, buddy. Uh, the Nabster from Texas says some people thought it was incestuous. So thank you, Nabster. Okay. Uh, over at Song Meanings, we got some gems. Uh, Siren says, I believe it is a disquisition on Canadian identity. What? First of all, I don't know what a disquisition is. Okay. Uh, if someone wants to hit us up and tell us that it's uh, a word, that'd be great. It probably is, and I'm dumb, but uh, I, I don't get it. Disquis uh, disquisition, a long or elaborate essay or discussion on Perfect. a particular subject. Very nice. Yeah. Thank you, sir. So it, is, it could be a disquisition on Canadian I mean, they're talk slurpees, but that's an American thing. Too. Sure. Uh, Jamie, that's J-A-Y-M-E-E, -E, so not cool, uh -huh. says, sunshine equals virginity. <laughs> she was <laughs> contemplating whether to give it up, and the speaking parts of her, are, are of her love interest friends who are wondering if Karen and her love interest commit this act. My opinion, the verses are of what events took place and how the singers felt afterwards. They all, all these people call Sharon Karen. It's tremendous. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> You'll notice that. Uh, Real Music is Dead says, first of all, the duo, in this, the duo in this group, Len, are brother and sister. If this song is about them having sex or whatever, that's gross. But then again, they are Canadian. So, <laughs> yes. I, I did like that one. Uh, hey Sandy says, the part with the Slurpee treats, <laughs> and then all in caps, she's making a bong. Completely obvious. <laughs> okay, yes. That's what I thought. Absolutely. Bong. Uh, again, so many. Uh, so A lot of people who think that Sharon or Karen... Uh, is the pregnant lady in the video? It's amazing. Okay. It's totally not. But my favorite comment. <clears throat> listen to what Disintre has to say. Okay. It's a tribal lunar speak is the key to the lyrics of the song. The female singer is referring to the tribe women belong to. Women's cycles are entrained on a 28-day rhythm. During the month, 400 to 600 million little critters may enter paradise or hell. And then they put in, in, in brackets equals her. <laughs> and that may happen several times during a typical cycle from several different donors. At the end of 28 days, the cycle begins again. Males have their sunshine stolen. Only males produce gametes owing to the Y having hijacked the sex-determining chromosome 300 million years ago. 
proof of that interpretation? Near the end of the video, a pregnant woman is shown bearing her belly. Biology is key to understanding relations between men and women as portrayed in music video, but mythology is no less important. Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel is a good example <laughs> where biology is important. However, the hammer is a mythological reference, as is the symbol for Tau. The video opens to a bunch of sperm swimming next to an attempt to fertilize an egg. That's the number one comment on song meetings. Uh-huh. By the, the way, uploaded comment. that is a disquisition right there. That is. Absolutely. <laughs> I learned a new word and I learned about tribal lunar speed. I love that how, sounds- like, if this is real, if this person really thinks this, right? Yeah. You think that the band Len thought about all that shit before they put a pregnant woman in the video? Len. Exactly. Yeah. A pregnant woman who probably would just happened to be in Daytona Beach. Yeah. But. Let's go to reception. Here we go. All right. Steal My Sunshine entered the Billboard Hot 100 on August 14th, 1999 at number 71. Uh, between Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas and American Woman by Lenny Kravitz. Oh, yes. Two heavy hitters. So Smooth would go on to reach number one and was a monster hit. Uh, it's fine. Um, the Lenny Kravitz Guess Who cover is quite bad and would peak at number 49. At least I think it's quite bad. I, I don't, I don't I'm surprised that it uh, didn't peak higher, but yeah, it was riding uh, more Austin Powers yes. kind of stuff because it was featured in that soundtrack. But it's the classic Lenny Kravitz where he basically plays like two guitar riffs over and over again in the song. Oh, so, just constantly. Yeah. But to that I say, oh, behave. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, baby, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the rest of the top ten. Oh, wait, sorry. Steal My Sunshine peaked at number nine in the U.S. on November 13th. 1999. That was a long climb. Yep. Um, the rest of the top 10 that week, uh, we had Smooth at number one. Yes. Uh, number two, Puff Daddy featuring R. Kelly was Satisfy You. That's just at disgusting. Th- yeah. Yeah. At number three, Mambo number five by Lou Vega. <laughs> Lou Vega, sorry. <laughs> at number four, I mean, and this is an all timer, Mariah Carey featuring Jay Z with Heartbreaker. Yes. At number five, Unpretty by TLC. At number six, Brian McKnight back at one. Uh, number seven, Mark Anthony with I Need to Know. Number eight, Whitney Houston, My Love is Your Love. Number nine is Steal My Sunshine. And at number 10, Britney Spears, open parenthesis, You Drive Me, close parenthesis, crazy. Okay. Uh, oh, and hey, guess it was at number 65 that week. Oh, tell me. The greatest romance ever sold by friend of the show, Prince. Oh, amazing. Thank you, Prince. I love how he's friend of the show now. Of course he is, All from, from heaven. <laughs> Uh, Steal My Sunshine almost also hit number seven on the U.S. Adult Top 40, number five on the U.S. Alternative Airplay Chart, and number three on the U.S. Mainstream Top 40. Uh, internationally, it reached number six in the Netherlands and Scotland, and number three in Australia and Iceland. In the U.K., it peaked at number eight during the week of December 11th to 17th, 1999, the perfect December song, uh-huh. <laughs> Steal My Sunshine. Yes. Uh, the rest of the U.K. Top 10 that week, and it's December, so you can imagine... At number one, Cliff Richard with The Millennium Prayer. Oh, no. At number two, Artful Dodger with Re-Rewind, The Crowd Say Bo Selecta. Uh-huh. At number three, Venga Boys with Kiss, open parenthesis, When the Sun Don't Shine, close parenthesis. Uh-huh. At number four, William Orbit with Barber's Adagio for Strings. Uh-huh. Number five, Alice DJ with Back in My Life. And number six, Womdu Project with King of My Castle. Number seven, Progress presents the boy Wanda with everybody. Uh-huh. 
Uh, number eight, Steal My Sunshine. Number nine, Boy Zone with Every Day I Love You. And at number 10, uh, R. Kelly with If I Could Turn Back the Hands of Time. Well, yeah, if you could, what would you do, R. Kelly? <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. A lot of things different. Uh, would, would, he know, so. would he do things would different? So. Yeah, you would, you would hope. Yeah. Um, in Canada, Steal My Sunshine entered the RPM Top 100 on May 10th, 1999. Uh, Canada, ahead, way ahead of the curve of both the U.S. and the U.K. Because uh, it's a Canadian yeah. song. Um, at number 83, uh, it was between the uh, U2's Sweetest Thing and Lullaby by Sean Mullins. Okay. Uh, like, the, the Sweetest Thing isn't that great. Like, it's okay. Uh, but it did peak at number one in Canada. Well, it was recorded. It, was, it wasn't it recorded around the time of uh, Joshua Tree and then kind of... They put I, it on that Greatest Hits. Yeah, and then they shelved it. And then when they did their Greatest yeah. Hits, I think it was it came out uh, yeah. or they put it on that one. I'm not 100% sure. Now I'm going to have to do some research. It did peak at number one in Canada because Canada was weird in the 90s. Yeah. Um, and had a lot of awesome number ones. So one day we'll cover some more of these. Um, but it was on its way out. Um, Lullaby by Sean Mullins trash uh it peaked at number two and was on its way out as well uh the sweetest thing was the b-side to where the streets have no name in 1987 so there you go so they re-released it yeah um well they released it as its own single um steal my sunshine peaked at number three in canada on august 23rd 1999 the rest of the top 10 in canada that week at number one jennifer j-lo with if you had my love yes number two smash mouth with Uh (laughs) all-star At number three, Steal My Sunshine. Uh, number four, Last Kiss by Pearl Jam. <laughs> yes. Then we've got Someday by Sugar Ray, Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle uh, at five and six. Very uh, reminiscent of last week's episode. Uh, at number seven, though, oh, Blessed Union of Souls with Hey Leonardo. You want to talk bad lyrics. That's another rotten-ass song. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. Uh, number eight, Madonna, Beautiful Stranger. Number nine, Goo Goo Dolls with Black Balloon. And at number 10, Ricky Martin with Livin' La Vida Loca. Yes. Uh, on the cover of the August 23rd, 1999 RPM magazine, and I wrote this before you talked about the cover last week, uh-huh. but on the cover this week in August 99, Filter were on the cover because they were releasing title of record. In the picture, they are all dressed in shiny leather and look ridiculous. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, for your RPM magazine tidbit, uh, it's as always from editor Walt Grealis and his Walt Says column. Here's what he had to say. Another format war? Remember back when there was VHS and then beta and neither were compatible? Well, get set for two new audio formats. And get this, the reason to get rid of the compact disc. Get used to DVD audio and super audio CD. And like above, neither are compatible. Look who DVD, look who DVD audio has on its side. Warner Music, Universal, Matsushita, Pioneer, and Tabisha. Super audio has only two players. Toshiba, sorry. Yeah. Super Audio has only two players, Sony and Royal Philips Electronics. Retailers aren't too happy, but then who listens to retailers? Uh-huh. I so, mean, the cutting edge of music, DVD audio and Super Audio CD. Yeah, and everybody, which one won? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you which one won. MP3. MP3. Yep. Uh, I, I was thinking between the two, which one won? I don't know. Yep. None. Maybe DVD audio? I don't know. Um, Steal My Sunshine has been certified platinum in the in Australia, the UK, and the US. It has 18, 118 million streams on Spotify, and the official video has 70 million views on YouTube since 2010. Uh, at the 1999 Much Music Video Award, Steal My Sunshine won the award for Best Video. It beat out Edwin for Hang 10, Infinite for Take a Look, Sky for Love Song, and Prozac for Sucks to Be You. Jesus. Peace, love, I know, hang. I know. <clears throat> Peace, love, hang, ten, California. You know what? I once did a tweet that I thought was really good. 
that like I wished one of my tattoos would go like surfing around my body like Edwin's did in in Hang Ten. Uh-huh. That was pretty. That was a great tweet. Nice. Uh-huh. It was it was worded way better. But anyway, uh, they also won for best pop video and favorite Canadian video. I could not find any uh, information on those categories, those other two categories. So I apologize. At the 2000 Juno Awards, Lynn were nominated in the category of best new group. They lost to Sky. Okay. Uh, the other nominees were Gob, Prozac, and Serial Joe. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a murderer's row. Uh-huh. Uh, Steal My Sunshine received positive reviews from music critics. Larry Flick from Billboard wrote, it's hard to imagine that no one had thought of using the instrumental hook of More, More, More to beef up a new concoction. Here, however, the quintet Len does so to grand effect. Somewhere between pop and modern rock, this all-about-summer track featuring a back-and-forth male and female vocal is uplifting, clever, and instantly appealing. Its melody line, verse construction, and memorable hook make for what should be an absolute breakthrough for this hip, talented act. Uh, Entertainment Weekly rated a B plus, described it as a 90s Don't You Want Me with a smiley groove and alternating male-female vocals. For The Village Voice... Oh, uh, yes. Not, not our boy, no. It's Richard, Richard Regal described the song's beat as McCoy Tyner playing the Kraftwerk songbook outlined in oral neon. Uh, the song was listed third on the 1999 Paz and Jop list, a survey of several hundred music critics conducted by our good fan, friend Robert Criscow. Okay. And in 20, 2007, Stylist Magazine ranked the song 13th on its list of the top 51 hit wonders, stating it was perfectly captured that warm, lazy feeling you get when late summer still seems like it could last forever. Sure. And 2013, Rolling Stone Magazine placed Steal My Sunshine at number 33 on their list of best summer songs of all time. Okay. Let's go to covers and samples. So, Steal My Sunshine, as we have mentioned, it heavily samples more, more, more by the Andrea True, by the Andrea True Connection. Who sampled list nine songs that have sampled Steal My Sunshine? There is nothing notable. Okay. Um, there are three covers listed. There is a 2014 version by some group of jobbers called the Excerts. Okay. Uh, I couldn't find the audio for that one, thank God. Uh, there is a Kids Bop version. It is what it is. And there are uh, another band of jobbers called The Main okay. that covered it in 2005, and it is horrible. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to the music video. So the song's music video, which uses the shorter album edit of the song as featured on the single, uh, was jointly directed by Mark Costanzo and Bradley Walsh under their respective stage names. Would you like to know what they are? I'm sure that they're really cool and they will not upset me. Their stage names were The Burger Pimp and B-Rad. Brad? Yes. <laughs> nice. All right. No, they're terrible. Uh, they flew to Daytona Beach, Florida with two dozen friends while the area was packed with people on their spring vacations. They spent much of the budget on alcohol, buying so much that they broke their hotel's elevator trying to lift it. Come on. They shot the video in the afternoon so they could recover from hangovers in the morning and drink in the evening. The scenes were shot without a script or storyboard. You don't say. How many days did they need to shoot? I don't know. But in the video, Len and friends are shown relaxing together and riding on scooters, go-karts, and jet skis. Yeah. Uh, Here are my notes. The video kicks off with the group's crew acting like douchebags in an airport. Yes. Um, we get some glamour shots of Daytona, Daytona Beach. I do love the shot of the beach with all the people in the food trucks and all the 90s trucks and minivans. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the camera pans across the group and their hangers on, sitting on their orange motorad scooters. There are so many punchable faces. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh-huh. Uh, they ride around the streets of Daytona's beach. Uh, saws, helmets, of course. Uh, what a budget dinks. Um, during the chorus, Sharon kind of cradles Mark from behind on their scooter. And I don't know, there's a hint of gross there for sure. Uh-huh. 
at times they do like they do this like it's like slow motion video but they're but they're singing in time but sometimes it doesn't match their mouths yeah uh, the comic book panel editing is a nice touch, very appropriate for the time period. Uh, during the break in the second verse, the fellas clown around on a joust-type game. It's infuriating. Uh-huh. The iconic part of the video during Sharon's verse as she sings in front of the Daytona Beach Main Street Pier is great. The gang goes to an arcade. We get some skee-ball, some whack-a-mole, the whole nine yards. Uh, I wrote, I noted there are just so many white people in this video. Yes, like, yes. Just, so many. Yep. They go ride go-karts. Uh, oh, there's the pregnant lady. I guess that's where the cyber, cyber commenters got confused. We get some more sibling snuggling, and yeah, it's a bit much. Yep, yeah. I don't know about you. And then a whole bunch more bikinis and jet scares, and then I wrote, okay, enough of this. I mean, you... Do you want anything to add? You commented last week when we did the Summer Girls music video, which, by the way, also shot on a beach with a bunch of people. Yes. Uh, how they had these tight shots of the group and like yes. they could have been anywhere. At least in this one, they actually show them on the beach and doing oh my like. God. Like you see that iconic pier. Yeah. Like yeah. you see it and it looks nice. And yeah. You see them on this roads and like if there's wide shots, like just give me something to work with here. Yeah. Tight shots. I feel like, you know, like I'm watching like a WWE pay per view where everything's just like all <laughs> close up. And, anyway, do you have anything else to say or do you want to rate it? Let's do a rating. So let's rate this video, big man. I mean, it's better than Summer Girls, the video. I yeah. mean, everything is better than Summer Girls, uh, but the uh, the video is better than that one. It is yet another in a long series of just doing shit during the summertime music yes. videos. But for summer songs, uh, I guess that's all you really need. I would say this video would be more effective in the uh, winter than in the summer. Uh, yeah. It reminds me of watching Days and Confused. I like watching it in the winter because I long for the summer. <laughs> Yes. When I'm watching yes. the video in the Good summer, point. I'm like, why don't I just go outside? That so, would have been you in the UK when it yeah. went to number eight. Yeah, but I, uh, but yeah, I like the shots of the pier. Initially, I thought it was in uh, LA, but it's uh, it's in uh, Florida, right? Yes. Yep. So uh, good for them. They made a nice little summertime video. Uh, yeah, the incestuous stuff a little uh, a little interesting. It's uh, interesting um, when you watch it like a couple times. You're like, what? What? Why? Yeah. Wait, um, they do have a song. From a few years ago, called "It's a Brother Sister Thing." Uh-huh. So you can go listen to that if you'd like to and, learn more about their relationship. And yeah, like in some scenes, the group are acting kind of like douchebags. But I mean, what did we do when we were in our twenties in the oh, summer? I totally agree. I'm, I'm not denying that. At yeah. All. So I'm going to give it a five. It's not bad. Oh, a five! I love it. It's definitely a video I remember. I remember it well. I remember a lot of it. I mean, it wasn't like. I just took you right back into it. Um, watching it now, I do want to elbow drop every single member of this band. Uh-huh. Uh, but they do look like they had a shit ton of fun filming it, so good for them. Uh, I do find it wildly uncool. I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Uh, the song. Uh, the song is fine. I mean, I think it's. I feel it's kind of generic, but I do like the sample uh, yeah. quite a bit. Um, the the singing part, like especially, um, what's the guy's name? Uh Perfect. So his singing, what I don't like about it is, like, he's got that, like, he wants to sound kind of like a rapper. Yes. <laughs> when he sings yes. it. and yeah. uh, But it's a pop song. Yes. So it's like you're kind of trying to be, like, too cool for school, yet you're singing, like, this super fucking pop song. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, her voice is great. Yeah. Um, I do like the sample. It's not my It's not my genre, but I don't think that it's a piece of shit. No. Uh, I'm going to give it a four out of ten. Right on. I don't. I don't hate the song. Uh, 
that more, more, more sample is tight. And the dueling vocals was a good choice. And Sharon Costanzo is a good singer. Um, lyrically, it's probably better than most of the pop songs of that era. Like, it's not great, but it's got some interesting kind of thought put into the lyrics as they were written. Um, but it's really repetitive and it just wears you down. I'm going to give it a four out of 10 as well. All right. And there you right go. On. Uh, so for next week, as the super hits sounds of the summer showcase series continues, nice. uh, I believe that it's coming back to me though. Yes. If, though I have to say, if it comes back to me, then you're going to have to do three in a row. So, uh, oh, yeah? we'll figure it out. But if it does, uh, I can do three in a row. Sure. All right. Well then if it as does, long as come... I end up on, on, uh, on an even number. Yeah. All right. Well, my, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so during the last uh, break in our recording, I got engaged. So yes, that's my, right. I... So my engagement present uh, to my wife to be is that we're going to cover Center Field by John Fogarty. I cannot wait. <laughs> uh, so yeah, some if you like some baseball, uh, that's what we're going to be talking Come about. In. <laughs> I'm ready. I can't to wait. Play. We get to talk about George W. Bush. We do. Uh, so, awesome. Yeah, so there you or go, awful. everybody. And uh, if you have any summer songs that you really enjoy, tell us about them, superhitspodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram or give us a follow at superhitspodcast. And uh, yeah, I got uh, we got playlists. That's it, superhitspodcast playlist. All the songs we're going to cover throughout the summer and a few as we get into the fall over on iTunes and on Spotify. Nice. And uh, you can follow me, Slip with Five Eyes, or Slip... Oh, I'm Jamie C. Megamix.com.com is our website, and I'm very. I'd like to um, formally apologize to all of our listeners who, you know, uh, now that the big man's all roped up, we hope that you continue to listen. <laughs> yes, my apologies, ladies, and maybe some guys, <laughs> maybe some dudes. All right, bye, peace. <laughs>